Listen, players. <laughs> You're listening to the Movement, Strength and Play podcast by the School of Calisthenics. Here are your hosts, Tim and Jacko. This week on the podcast, we are going to tell you how to live the optimum life. Now, that's a big, bold claim, but we probably, <laughs> over the last 230-something episodes... This is 213. Uh, no. Hold on. Yeah. What is it? Oh, well, on the Movement Strength and Play podcast, Apple podcast preview page, Jacko, it says 239 episodes. Did we stop counting at one point? How's that? I make this 214 Let's not get back down yeah. in the detail. In the last 200 episodes, we've had some quite astounding guests on from all fields and of the health and fitness frontier. Uh, and, and beyond. We're talk about what we do with the information that we gain. And this was prompted by a question from a listener, which we like. We like questions. Send them in. Send us more. Um, so we're going to take what we do with the information that we get from talking to some great brains. Yes. And uh, one thing that uh, you might enjoy, speaking of great brains, enjoy... Uh, getting some help some advice and some coaching and some entertainment with the the great brains of the coaches and the coaching staff and scorecard cynics at our next um which will be our second workshop of the new year the post-covid um uh, workshop experience no let's not call it that but you know, <laughs> hey, basically no one's Nobody's coming to that. <laughs> Basically, we're back on the road. We've had our first workshop of 2022, and workshop number two of 2022 is in London, Landon Town, on the 6th of uh, March at Lift Movement, a uh, phenomenal, uh, beautiful uh, training space. And there are a few places, I feel like there was maybe like four places remaining last time I had a look when we recorded this. So there's a few places remaining. And if you want to come and enjoy, it's a full day experience. There's a new workshop that uh, workshop experience that is the entire day and uh, it is a 125 quid if you are a BC, a virtual classroom online member. Or a VIP member, you get extra discount, but there are discounts for your membership. So check your emails for the codes for them. If you're a member, if not, then you pay the full whack, but it's still only 125 quid for a full day with all of our amazing coaches. So we'll see you there. I always do the maths on that, Jacko. Just check. Would it be cheaper to become a member to then get the discount uh, and then come to the workshop? Yes, it would, but I don't think that is... Do, is that, are we trying to promote that? But you've done it now. So, yeah, people, effectively, if you signed up for a 999, you could you could actually... Here you go. Here's a hack. Talking about best life. Here's a hack for you. Sign up for the seven-day um, free trial. Get the discount code. Get your discount off your member. So, your mem- it's only 99 quid, or if you're a VIP, it's 75 quid. There you go. Fill your boots. You don't, and then you can cancel your membership. That, that's That's... That's... That's a hack. That's that's uh, whether we should stop that. Who like look? It's out there. There you go. Have it if you want it. You can work if you're clever. Yourself. If you're clever, you got it. You get rewarded for being like sneaky. Why not? <laughs> it's like Joe. You know, this is my favorite. Here's a here's a life hack for you, Tim. Come up to the roundabout. Everyone's in the left hand lane. I'm like no problem. I want to go on straight on or left, but I'm not queuing in there. I'm going to go all the way around the roundabout and then and then take my exit. It's it's, it's basically <laughs> that. It's that type of scenario. Um, and it's there for you. There you go. There's a freebie. Put your wallet away. That one's for free. 
But, joking aside though, if you were to take a membership and come to the workshop, that is like cheese and wine, maybe. That is the perfect combination. Because we're going to give you a lot of information in the workshop, so you're going to want to have that membership because that's where you're going to actually be able to remember, refresh, revise and progress. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Tim. You'll know more about this of the platform. I, I, I think you probably can. Can you like, could you sign up every week and just take the free week trial and then like cancel it and then like get another free trial? And Would you need a, would you need a different email account? I think you need 52 email accounts. For the year. Fair enough. For the year to get your annual. <laughs> I mean, there's somebody out there who probably do that. I'd be, I'd be surprised. Well, I did own davidjackson51 at hotmail.com previously. In my, that, was that was my first ever email address. Don't email that, people. I'd never check it. Um, listen, to everybody else that's listening to this, just remember we've got bills to pay. When you're thinking about getting a deal, there's... There's currently a roof over my head, but there might not be if you take the piss. Right. So we we try our best and, and try to give you our best, and that should come with representing your values. So be kind to us because we are nice people. Um, we are four minutes into an intro that the whole podcast was going to be concise, but we're uh, we're, we're four minutes we into an intro. Concise. No, we are. So um, this question. Oh, well, should, roll the jingle and all that, and then we'll get into it, shall we? <laughs> Just before we dive in, Jacko, interesting to, to consider to continue the rather jovial approach to this podcast. What I enjoy, right, is people who talk to about how do you do a podcast? I go, we've, we've had it that <laughs> we've got we've got 239 episodes on, on iTunes. Um I'm like, wow. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's just <laughs> and they're like, does it take you long to prepare for? I'm like, Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, we we do prepare. Like, diligently. I said, you want to listen to it. It's, it's a very relaxed kind of affair. What about when you've got guests on? Do you prepare questions for the guests? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's, it's raw, right? Yeah, conversation. I, that's really like, have some, an interesting conversation. Sometimes, it's, that's, sometimes that's the best way it goes. I, I don't want to give the idea, you know, I've got, a, I've got a piece of paper here with loads of writing on. Look, there you go, proof. Um, no, I haven't. There's, um, I had that conversation... Um, with someone yesterday on the podcast, Pod Barber, shout out to Pod Barber, mm. and there was um, it was a little bit of um, I don't want to use the phrase cock off, but I said it. It seems so. Yeah, we've done that. To be fair well, to them, they have their own studio, so it's pretty sick. I saw that. Yeah, pretty sick. Let me see where I'm sitting right. I'm I'm in my studio right now. I just simple like this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was like yeah, we've done forty episodes. And I was like, oh, that's nice. We've done over 200. It was like, <laughs> nice calves. They come in men's. Hours <laughs> of 30 minutes, like, oh, well, hours of 45. Yes, I, <laughs> Sometimes longer. Top, uh, yeah, we, we've, 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 had, yeah, we've had some really good guests. We've had some amazing guests. Um, you've got, uh, oh, I see you've got black microphone pop protectors, mine's red. <laughs> we've got red. Uh, right. Right, before all we've run out of in-jokes, oh, no one knows what we're talking descended. about now. Yeah. So, we're not rolling the jingle again. We're going to get into it. The, the um, yeah, question in from uh, a number of listeners. This has been more than one. I feel like one of them was Lewis, <laughs> but I'm going to struggle with the names. Anyway, I'm not going to get into many, pronouncing. Many listeners. No, no, this actually, this actually is true because... Um, a notion that some people listening will have experienced was was where this come from of like, love the podcast, obviously, you're in the algorithm. So love the podcast, get some amazing guests on, obviously. Still love it when 
you and Tim just do your own thing as well. Love that too. Like today. Obviously, like today. But <laughs> you've had that much amazing information and insight from guests that's like expanded our brains and our minds. And we've shared this on the podcast ourselves. Like we learn a lot from the guests that we have on. And as the, as, as the listeners, it was like, how am I supposed to deal with uh, how, how how do I how do I implement all this? Like, there's so much stuff I want to try and do it all, but I can't do it all, and it's a bit overwhelming. And so the question that came out of it, or off the back of that, was then, like, what do you and Tim actually do with all that information? And I thought, you know what, that is a great question. I would like to share what I. Oh, it made me reflect on that, and I thought, oh, yes, I would like to share this. And I thought I would also love to hear what Tim does with all this information. It's a good question because if you look, if you think about it, and I have pondered this very question before. So if you looked at it and go like, what does the optimum day look like? You're like, right, I wake up exactly the same time every morning and I go immediately and get my 30 minutes of sunlight exposure, natural sunlight on the skin and the face, uh, a little bit of exercise. I then come back, do a breathing exercise. I jump in my cold plunge. I then have a, I might be fasting. I might have a type of breakfast of a nutritionally balanced variety okay. I then, do you know a kick, I mean? a kick back like, coffee yeah, yeah i load myself up with caffeine which you're not supposed to do for an hour and a half after waking yeah. and not after 12 so you've literally got a window of about 45 minutes where you can enjoy yeah i have like six double like espressos during that period <laughs> but it's a really good question because i have often we like jack and i actually reflect on this again what do you do with all this information because it's all good right and, and i think it's the interesting thing around the podcast is we get specialists on, or people who are particularly sort of um, passionate, dedicated, spent many years in a specific line of inquiry, let's call it, or that's they've got their thing, as we all, we all probably do. Um, so they come on and they'll talk for 45 minutes very passionately about lots of things that you can do within their niche. But then for us who are trying to optimize our lifestyles, what do we actually do and how do we implement yeah. it? And I've said this before, is like, don't try. Don't try not to implement any of it. But don't try and implement all right. of it because you can send yourself like I think you could quite easily send yourself a little bit crazy. Well, you can just get you can get a bit overwhelmed. Everyone, anyone, anyone can get overwhelmed when you when there's a lot of anything and information can be overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think you, if you get like what's that thing where you can get? I'm going to get this stat wrong. It's the Pareto, but it's like is it eighty percent of your business? This will come from twenty percent of your clients. So is, is it something like that? So it's like twenty percent of. I think it's eighty percent of your wellness might come from just twenty percent of. I think it's sixty percent of the time. It works every time. I think that's the one you're looking <laughs> yeah, for. That's right. But basically, what I'm trying to say is, implementing is okay. What I have done is go. Where are the easy wins, which are going to give me the maximum benefit? Because oftentimes, when we get, and I'm the same, right? With my specialist areas in Jack, we've spoken about breathing and, and the similar sort of thing. Going, there's a big, there's a, there's a few things which you can do, which can take you a long way. Yeah. Once you've done those things, the, the gains or the it's the law of diminishing returns, right? The bits that you can get after that are going to be beneficial, but they're not going to add on as much as yeah. just getting the basics right. So that is my kind of philosophy and approach around most of the stuff that it's like your minimal effective dose type for, of scenario yeah. isn't it you're talking about yeah what's the low-hanging fruit that i can i can implement so i'm gonna give you a really good example yeah. and i don't know that she's become a consistent listener Ooh. but sophia ruan goucher mm. who did an episode for about toxic living that one for me was we i came off the call with that one i was like jack if you if you're not careful with that one you could literally become quite 
uh, or a neurotic well, and you, obsessive you could, about You could become Mrs. Jacko. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. She didn't listen. Did she didn't listen. Don't worry. She didn't listen. She didn't listen to um, anything I say. She definitely isn't going to listen to the, what I say on the podcast. She's not going to listen to you. Bang on <laughs> now. Um, so, but that one is going right. Okay. So I, but so what? Yes. There's, there's there's a point of going. What is in the products that I put on my skin, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, am I buying or? St- so if I go to the, this, and where this skin proverb, example, you know, with 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 exactly. So I'm like mindful about that, but there's, there's times where it, I, I can't do it all the time. It might be, for example, this is a good example, I go to the butchers, right? And the, I get the, the, I see the meat that I want on the butcher's counter. He then takes it from a nice metal tray and puts it in a plastic mm. bag for me. Now, I don't want to eat that for two or three days. I'm not leaving it in the plastic bag for three days. I'm going to take it out of the plastic bag and then wrap it in something which is non-plastic. So it sits in the fridge until I want to cook it. Now that's, some people go, crikey to me, you were like, Laws, but this is that thing, and I'm going, I'm going to throw back to Phil learning. But it's low hanging fruit. On. It's like you say, it's not hard. It to, it's fruit. not hard to do that. It's not hard to no. do that. And the the reality is, stuff leaking out of plastics. It's a real thing. Whether you whether you believe it or not, whether you think it's BS or not, it's happening. So, mm. yeah, can you do something simple with it? Yeah. But these are like these are these like progressive overload approach of going like that. You don't have to do all of these things. That's just kind of like over the time of going. What is in my shower gel product? And I'm going to go and have a look through and see what it is. Mm. And is there some better choices I can make there? Because I'm going to put stuff on my face every day. I don't know if you know. I've got a skincare routine. Look um, at that. But my skincare. Tim's sixty-five years old. Look at him. <laughs> I, I feel about that all today. <laughs> um, so I use products from Proverb, which are great, and they are like completely organic, plastic-free, all that kind of chemical-free stuff. But then you start to do that and you go, okay, what else is there that's kind of like, might be a little bit toxic in my life? And that's one example. And I actually, that if I'm being honest, it was a really interesting conversation, but it wasn't my favorite one because I was like, how far do you go down this route? Because we live yeah. in a world which is toxic, right, for the human, basically. I, I like this idea we had Dr. Gay a long time ago yeah. saying that we are cavemen living in a space, space age world. And, and I think there is that truth, a lot of truth in that. So you could like go and just go look at your house and go, I need to get rid of all this. I've got to change my bed. I've got to change my lighting. I've got to change. And it's yeah. like, what are you going to do? That let me give it, let me give you two simple ones that I've done from that, um, from that toxic episode. Like, so turn, turning the Wi-Fi router off at night. It's like, we don't need Wi-Fi at night. We're not, we're not using it. So turn it off. It's like, is it hard to, and it actually where my router is, is the same place my TV is. So, I'm actually just pressing two switches rather than once. It's like easy. Put my phone on airplane mode when I don't want it. Sometimes it's like I just don't want to get distracted. Or again, like there's periods when it can actually, your phone could just be on airplane mode and it's actually not a problem. It's a bit annoying when you're trying to get older, Mrs. Jacko, and she literally never has her phone on you. Like you're now turning into my dad who has his phone off and I'll only turn it on to call you. Um, but yeah, there's, there, there's two little ones for me. I'm going to just, can I just like go back a step before diving into um, any more specific ones of just zooming back out and going, um, I don't know if this is a thing. I feel like someone said it to me the other day of um, the rule of three. If it's not a thing, I'll claim it. Um, the rule of three. If I hear three people say the same thing that I trust those people or of a similar thing. So if three people start talking about lymph and the importance of the lymph system and then we speak to Perry Nicholson, who is an absolute legend and um, uh, and an expert in lymph. And he starts going, uh, well, obviously, he's going to say it's really important because that's his thing. Um, he's the lymph guy. Um, but 
other people have like confirmed that that I trust and it's like well then that's going to be something that I will then consider uh, uh, appreciate that this is something that's maybe a thing and then um, particularly when someone like Perry says well all you got to do is like rub here rub, rub six places for like five seconds on each place I'm like I can do that or like put some tape on there sometimes at night to help you the the lymph I'm like well I can do that like it's it, it's not that hard for me whereas maybe there's other things that are if no one else has like confirmed it as is it a real thing doesn't mean we just automatically dismiss it dismiss it but it might be like okay i want to do i or do i not want to investigate this further um, and then it's then that that um that play of like how much investment of time energy and stuff is it going to take to implement some of these things and what are the rewards of some of those things um if i would say for starting to go a little bit more detailed if it's there's a difference for me between like training based for like immediate results compared to health based for like longer term results. If it's something that is like your like the plastic thing you're saying, plastic leaching into your food, if that's potentially going to give me cancer and massively affect my longer term health or whatever the, the things are, don't don't misquote me as I'm not a doctor. But then if it's something that's really going to impact my like my health and my wellness and ultimately then for my happiness for a long period of time that deserves some attention i'll get excited by something that might give me some like quick wins in my training like gains but it's not as a it's not as quite a higher priority as something that's health-based so like a simple one that we've done a uh, conversation with sally bell and um uh the pied piper of of um what's piper's farm what was um pizza Peter, that's it. Okay. The, the, Peter Piper. Not, his name's not Peter Piper, though. I know, but in my mind, he is. Um, but like, trying to source good quality. Like, if I think of a Jacko at university used to buy bird's eye chicken <laughs> things, and there was probably zero chicken there. Or it was and mechanically then, reclaimed. Yeah, and then and then Jacko post university progressed onto actual chicken breasts, but just from oh look how cheap these ones are from this terrible supermarket and go for that, the, the cheapest because, you know, value for money. Um, as, and it has progressed into like, actually, I want high quality stuff because I've started to get educated. Of, you know, people like Sally Bell, uh, Dr. Sally Bell, people like um, Peter Piper um, or Peter from Pipers about educating us in terms of like what those animals have been fed or the quality of, is going to affect the quality of the nutrients in them or the, the, the way your uh, vegetables are farmed or like what the soil, like these, these things are affecting the nutrients in the foods we eat and the density of the nutrients in them. And so it's no longer in my mind, I appreciate and I've heard it enough times from enough different people, the quality of the food and how those things are being produced impacts like, what it's going to be like for me in terms of nutrition and, and nutrients when I eat them makes that, uh, makes that a priority. So like buying higher quality, but, but less of, um, is something that we've, we've done at, at, at Shez Jackson. And I've literally had a, a, an order arrive today from Piper's farm itself. Um, I think SOC five, you get discount on that um but yeah that's it's like and the th the thing is 
And if you've never done, if you've never actually done this, you get like an organic chicken from Piper's and you cook that nice and you tell me that that isn't better than doing your stuff from your crappy you supermarket. You need to start looking at chicken, just stop buying it because it's expensive. Yeah. Like proper, like free range organic chicken is pricey. So I've stopped kind of, I've gone back of that one just on the food subject. I don't eat as much chicken these days because I know that what I'm getting in the supermarket, when Peter said to me that there's a farm that produces a million chickens a week, not far from here, so there'll be an absolutely battery kind of like I don't buy full of all sorts. any meat, any meat from a supermarket anymore. I never will. Yeah. I don't think. Unless you um, had to. Unless you had to. Well, you could just not eat it. You could just have, just a, have, have a banana. <laughs> uh, yeah so food is an easy one uh, I've, I've probably done the same I would say yeah. I can replicate uh, your practices there so I think that maybe we could probably go through podcast by podcast and say what we've done but the, the biggest thing for me is like what are the easy wins that uh, you can implement because these things I was going to mention before when we spoke to Phil Learning he was talking about this yeah, so. progressive overload in lifestyle and you're going well, like some of the stuff like is might be a stretch too far when you listen to it I can't I can't be bothered to do that but what you'll find is that if you take the low-hanging fruit, the easy wins, put some of those things in, get those things embedded, realize that they're better, then you can go and do more. So it's, I think if you try and implement mm. everything that comes out of the podcast, it can be quite overwhelming. But if you just try and take one thing from each conversation, you go, I can do that, I'm going I'm to give that a go, yeah. then it's, it's actually quite easy to stack those things together. Yeah. Um, and you might, I think some of the stuff, you know, like, will you feel different from buying food from... Um, an organic sustainable farm immediately or not maybe maybe it, not it'll taste different it'll taste different for sure um but it's, this is the thing of him i would rather make that investment and decision now and then potentially reap the benefits in 20 years time than buying something that i know has been not ethically farmed that's a big one for us as well just going mm. like is it ethical where's it come from um, as close a source as possible like you, the, the conditions of the for the animals all that sort of stuff is important um so yeah that's definitely an, an interesting one and i think sometimes the thing i was going to put my last point on this sort of stuff is because the, the big takeaway you've got to listen to it and going to find out what you can do yeah is that i'm probably there's some things a little bit seasonal with them or let's call it in, in trading terms i would probably periodize some of this stuff so i don't have a cold shower every single day like, I, don't, I don't have the option at the moment with the kids to go for a cold plunge in the lake uh, i don't have a cold tub outside my house so i will use cold water is it called therapy? Should we call it therapy? Exposure mm. in the form of a shower, which is actually probably from a mindful perspective or resilience perspective, actually harder than getting in a cold lake. Jack and I were talking about this the other day because it trickles on you and it's like annoying. Um, <laughs> but I'll do that in periods of time because sometimes it's just like, I just not feeling it. I've got enough on, enough on or whatever else. So I'm not super kind of consistent with absolutely everything. There'll be times like over Christmas where I didn't fast at all. Whereas now we're kind of back into the new year. I'm going for extended periods of time where I'm not eating. But that idea for me is it's not really about intermittent fasting. I just mm. think it makes sense that we give our stomach a break every yeah. now and again. Because sometimes you can eat late at night, especially around social occasions. I'm not hungry when I get up in the morning, so why do I eat? Just out of habit. And then I actually get past that window where you go, oh, do you know, I could fancy a coffee and a X, Y, Z, whatever. And then at lunchtime, I'm like, well, that's just a real easy one. I don't do intermittent fasting every single day, but there are times when I will do. And I think that's kind of, that works for me. I just so yeah. a little bit of focus a little bit of time to dedicate this thing and this is that 80-20 thing like I don't in my perspective is when you are balancing out 
lifestyle commitment. Like my house is busy with the kids. Like it's not always easy to kind of have all of these kind of things lined up all the time. But if we are doing something for our training, health, wellness, longevity, whatever that looks like, and we're starting to move those pieces around and you periodize them around a little bit, I think that's a really good start to, to not have to try and do everything all the time because my lifestyle at the moment is not, it's just, that's just difficult. And I don't want to add more, one thing I do know is if I get stressed by these things, it yeah, negates yeah. the benefit of actually doing them anyway. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think I've written, I've written down like, on my, on, my, on my notes, I've written down, not being rigid, rigid, um, as the Welsh would say, um, because that's, that's just like such a key element, I think, to this of going, when we, so there's some things like from the sleep, sleep expert, Nick Littlehouse, around like things we can do to improve our sleep, like the red light therapy that, that we both still use, um, stuff from Z Health Performance and the, the circus around neurology training, like, do I uh, do I incorporate some bits of like vestibular work or having a break or getting light exposure or using the red light, um, thinking about how do I improve my uh, sleep hygiene? Do I do I try to implement some of those things? Yes. Do I get them all right all the time? No. Do I do I feel like I understand a little bit better? Like yes. Um, and then are there periods where there's a bit more of this or a bit more of that because I know what it is that my body sort of needs to to do. And I think that that idea of like not being rigid. I think the thing that makes us feel overwhelmed is when we take all the information, we think we've got to do all the information all of the time rather than going like, you've got all of the information, try bits. You've got to taste it. You've got to see whether you like it, whether it works for you and, and whether it, you can actually fit it in or not. And if you're, if the benefits are worth the, the, the investment in time and some, in some cases money as well, but not feeling like you have to be rigid with it just because this is the, the only times I've failed in like trying to like have something in my like routine is when I feel like I've got to do it every day. It then actually never, and then I just stopped doing it. The things that have stayed consistent with me that would, let's say it forms a, a routine is where I'm not putting the pressure on that I have to do that thing every day. So I don't use my red light every single day and I don't do, I'm just trying, but I mean, there's certain, I don't do vestibular work every single day or I don't do this every single day. But, um, are there, are there, there'll be some things I do every day, but then, um, that's because I probably feel like I get the biggest bang for my buck on them and they're the easiest thing for, for me to do. And they're the most important thing for me to do. But there was a notion that um, Joyce, Joycey came down on Saturday morning. So, sorry, Mrs. Jacko came down Saturday morning. And um, Joyce isn't the mistress. It's just her nickname. Um, Saturday morning. And she was like, well happy, like proper smug. And she was like, she'd had time in the morning to do whatever she wanted. And she was like, I have had a Royals Royce morning. And I was like, what do you mean Royals Royce morning? What, what, what does that mean? She was like, well, what I'm starting to do now is I've got like different types of routines. I've got like me, me weekend Royals Royce morning where i'm like i haven't got any time I'm not going to there's nothing in my diary to like make me have to do a, something at a certain time so she was like i did me red light i did this i did me bouncing on me bounce i did it blah 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 whatever i did me wim hof she whatever she did all of the things that make her feel great and she was like buzzing and it was just great to see and then it's like on other mornings it's like a, a very shortened thing of like oh, i basically like brush my teeth i have a shower and I have my breakfast and I go to work and that's like the streamlined version and that's not the Rolls Royce version. And I really like that idea of going, 
you can take all these bits of information and go like, okay, when I have more time or when I when when this allows, like this is what my this is what that setup feel is like in the morning. And then at other times it's this. And I think that if that's not putting the pressure on to say like you have to have a routine or down for routine, but just have not being rigid and having some flexibility in the types of things that you do. And ultimately I think that my biggest takeaway from this, if we're talking about just morning not for some reason I'm talking about a morning routine, but it doesn't have to be a morning routine. But on a morning thing is just like understanding and realizing, trying, tasting what things make you feel really great in the morning and do those things. And like not just doing the habit, not just if your alarm wakes you up and your alarm is your phone and on your phone after pressing stop on the alarm, you go straight on something on your phone. Chances are that isn't the best start to the morning, but it's just a path of least resistance, easy thing that you've just, that, that you've like habit that you've got into, um, you know, and I've heard a lot of different people that I trust say that like you should have a period of time in the morning where the, you don't go on your phone straight away. Just do something else, whatever it is. Um, do you want me to tell you how that, my morning one... starts? Go on, tell us, Timbo, and then and then we'll wrap things up. Daddy, I need a poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's often the first thing I do in the morning is go and help a, a small person with his morning toilet routine. But he's got a routine for sure. I have less of a routine. Yeah. He has got one. Like, he is clockwork. <laughs> You've got his routine. Yeah, I work on his routine. And I was my last point on this one was just like <laughs> one thing I really think Sally had hit. Uh, Dr. Sally Bell hit on the on the head was just around that connection side of things and the human connection. And if habits hmm. of and implementing things start to affect your the flexibility you have with relationships. Yeah, great point. Then that's yeah, also going point. to be more detrimental. I was chatting to a clinical psychologist last week, and, and he was saying. That the, the research will suggest that like one of the biggest things that you can do, or one of the biggest things which is evident in the length of time that you're going to live, and it was like it's significant, is relationships. So mm. those things like not eating something like I'm sometimes quite strict on my diet. Whereas if we're in a place where the, where the, the mood is right, and Jack wants an ice cream, I'm eating ice cream because that's about him and me sharing that moment together. And that's of, mm. that's of value. So if it, I think that's, I've been, I am quite an all or nothing person and have a tendency to kind of, I'm black or white all in. So if I decide I'm going to do something, I can be pretty disciplined about it and I can sometimes be unwilling to flex. Um, but I'm becoming much more relaxed. Our kids will do that to you in terms of you don't have a lot of choice sometimes. But just valuing that kind of, that, that morning routine is he, he wants to come into bed for a cuddle. I'm going to go, I'm going to have my human connection because there's a time when he's not going to want to get in my bed for a cuddle. And I like those early <laughs> morning cuddles. That's a good way to start the day when my little boy comes in and like, Daddy, I love you. And I'm like, okay, there's a good way to start the day. Um, so yeah. that's my morning routine. I don't have these other kind of like opportunity because when we're on, we're on. The house is like chaos in the morning. But it's like, I appreciate that and I'm grateful for that. And that is also just part of, I think, that, that adds health benefits of itself. That is very woo-woo from me. But yeah, it's straight up. It's straight up, and it's and it's true. And there's actually we we should get someone on, um, someone on to like. There are some like really cool like. I watched something on um, was it on YouTube about this is it's a bit it's about it was about like nature and connect. It was like you know like the science of like trees talking to each other and all this type of stuff. And you're like, oh, that sounds weird, weird. but just in terms of like. Those those connections, human connections, connections with net, like with nature, like those are like real things, and there's like proper science like backing those things up, and um, ultimately we 
we're designed to not live in isolation. It's probably why, you know, it's one of the reasons why the whole last two years has been like challenging for everyone, like physically and mentally, because we've had that physical separation. Um, and so, yeah, it's a great point to finish on. If you're, if you, if you trying to implement something is disaffecting negatively your relationship with like someone you live with, loved one, whatever, like, that isn't that isn't a good thing, and so recognize your those that are trying to implement these things. They try to they're trying to make us better people so we can live better lives and have a better influence or a happier influence on the other people around us. So um, yeah, check in with yourself to make sure they are what's happening, and don't get overwhelmed by lots of information. Take the things that resonate most with you initially, taste them, try them out. Rule of three. Tim's 80% rule, put them all into place. Hey, we're answering the questions from the listeners. What do you do with all the information? There you go. We sort of do a bit of this, or we do a bit of that, and we see what happens. <laughs> um, right, so there's that. that is a wrap for this week. Um, you, can, you, know, you, know, you know we go from here. Give us a review if you like. Five stars. Uh, you can do that for us and you can go in and you can book onto a workshop and you can find out if you want some channel chain programs you can find those on the website all of the stuff is there you can just go and have a little bit of a look yeah. any questions any requests um, podcast topics questions you need us to answer would like us to answer or potential podcast guests I mean, a couple of people have been sending in like ooh I want you to get this person on. So uh, we will always do our best to get those people on. Um, and uh, yeah, email either me, David, at scorecardsex.com or Tim at scorecardsex.com and we will do our best to answer your questions, get those guests on and anything else that you, uh, your heart requires. Until next time, keep exploring your physical potential with movements, strength and play. Class dismissed. Class dismissed.